my fellow Caribbeans. And Americans, it's Keisha. And it's Keen. Welcome back to our podcast, Life as a Caribbean Teenager, Episode 2. In Episode 1, we discussed both of us having Caribbean parents, why is our topic relevant, how were we raised, and we also talked a little about our family expectations and stuff we don't like about their parenting methods. On today's episode of Life as a Caribbean Teenager, we'll be interviewing our older sisters. First, I will be interviewing my older sister, Jody. She was born in Jamaica and moved here when she was 16 years old. Now she's 24 years old and she's in nursing school studying to be a nurse practitioner. Second, I'll be interviewing my older sister, Medina. She was born in Haiti and immigrated to the U.S. when she was one years old. She is now 21 years old and attends college at the University of Georgia and majors in sociology. So, Jody, how does it feel to have Caribbean parents? Uh, it feels normal. I mean, that's what I grew up in, so I don't know what it's like to not have Caribbean parents. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're interesting people. They're um, funny. Yeah, they're funny, and they are very traditional people. Mm, sure. Somewhat traditional, <laughs> as can be. But, I mean, I don't know what it's like to not have Caribbean parents, so I don't know what the experience is like, but... I don't regret having Caribbean parents. I love my parents. I love my country. I love where I'm from. Um, there's nothing about my culture that I would say I hate, but you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what are some things that you would change about their parenting skills? Um, I would say that a lot of Caribbean parents, they don't, they, um, they aren't the best nurturers. I think that they're, I mean, and this is from generations and generations. A lot of them think that being a parent means just providing for their children, but they also lack the, I would say, the emotional capacity and the nurturing skills for children at times. So that's the only thing I would say I would change about their parenting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so would you use the same parenting methods on your kids in the future? Um, yeah, most of it. Why? I mean, I didn't turn out terrible. So I would definitely use some of it, most of it. I, I, we grew up with very strong principles. Um, we grew up in a semi, wouldn't say strict, but we know we couldn't do certain things and we have respect for our parents and stuff. So there are a lot of things that I would use. Um, the only thing I would change is just the nurturing aspect of it. And 
uh, just be more involved in your child's life, like the little stuff. But again, like a lot of parents, they're so busy trying to put food on the table. They don't have time for the small stuff. So that's not something I blame my parents for. Mm-hmm. Was it hard? Adjusting to life in America? Yes. How so? Well, um, so, you know, it's not, it's never easy uprooting your life and then coming to another country. I came here as a teenager, but even as a child, it's hard because you're, everything you want new is, is, you know, taken away from you and mm-hmm. you have to make new friends you come and you have an accent nobody wants to be different so you try to hide it and you try to fit in and you know that's never a good idea but that's normal you're a child that's what you're going to try to do Uh, everybody wants to be accepted so yeah it was a transition sometimes I still don't feel like I fit in and the reality is I never will fit in I'm not American. I'm not. I was born in America, so I'm not American. So I can't relate to a lot of things. Uh, but uh, that's something I've accepted, um, and you know, I've learned to know how to navigate different spaces. I think when you come from a, when you're an immigrant, you know how to adapt easily. So. Um, yeah, it wasn't the easiest thing to do, but eventually you catch on. Mhm. Okay, so what are some differences between America and Jamaica that you notice? Differences is the mindset. People's mindset is different. I think the mindset in Jamaica is just it's strictly, you know, you just try to you're trying to survive. You're trying to just make enough money and work so you could take care of your family. In America, it's more like, oh, you can, like, you could dream bigger. Like, you can pursue your dreams and do what you love, and you don't have to do things you don't want to do. It's like a new way of life type thing. So I'll say the mindset of the people are different. In America, people are constantly just trying to elevate and evolve. In Jamaica, there's only so much you can do. There's like a cap, there's like a ceiling to where you can hit as far as like success. Um, so, you know, the mindset is a bit different. The food is different, of course. The culture mm-hmm. is different. The music is different. I love my country. I love that Jamaica, we are just easygoing people. We try to laugh, we laugh a lot. We're some of the funniest people you'll ever meet. Um, so yeah, those are some of the differences. What are some of your favorite memories growing up in Jamaica? Um, my favorite memories would be, um, I would say going to school and, um, like going to school with my friends and stuff. Like I think, I don't know, I think my childhood in general was a good memory. Like, you know, we had phones and stuff, but like it wasn't to the extent now. 
So I think just going, going outside out and going outside, playing outside. I know to do a little bit of everything. I could sew, I could wash, I could clean, I could farm. Like, you know, you learn how to be a well-rounded child growing up. And it's a lot, childhood is a lot more fun in Jamaica, I think. Same. Um, it's not fun here. I feel like you're in a prison here. Mm-hmm. But like, you just have the freedom to just be a kid. Um, so, yeah. I feel like it helps you grow up fast too, cause like you have to take taxis. Yeah, you, to got lot, just... you got a lot more. You get a lot more responsibility living in Jamaica. You gotta learn how to do things on your own at a very early age. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that's still overall. My childhood was like I have a lot of memories. When I moved here, it wasn't like I don't really have the memories. Just aren't as good. But back home, the memories are, like, I would go back in time. Yeah, like, going to school in Jamaica is just, like, every day is something different. And yeah. then coming to, going to school here is just the same process, going on the yeah. bus. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. You go to school, Jamaica, you go to school, you see different people, you do different things, you go outside. It's always something. No day is the same. Mm-hmm. Here, that's the same. The same bus picks you up. Same, same bus driver. Well, you see the same people. You do the same thing. You eat the same lunch. It's just yeah. Mhm. Well, that's it. That's all the questions I got. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Keisha. Today I'll be interviewing my older sister, Magina. So the first question is. How does it feel to have Caribbean parents? Um, I think it's like a blessing and a curse. How so? It's like, it's a curse because, speaking from my personal experience, they're very traditional, like so old fashioned. And then it's kind of hard to kind of like, you know, be living in America and then they're still tied to their roots from their country of origin. And then it's like a blessing because, you know, you're different, you know, it's a whole different culture, you know, things are funnier and just like, you know, just blessing and curse. Yeah, I feel the same way. What are some things that you would change about their parenting skills? Um, their communication because they do not know how to communicate at all and I feel like they're very judgmental um it's always like it's like there's like their way or the highway and they're kind of just like I said they're traditional like they believe using the same um parenting styles or how they would grow up is the same way that their kids are going to grow up in and it's very different because that's that wasn't your country of origin you're in america now and it's like different things that like you can't necessarily do here that you would do back then so i would probably change how they communicate and yeah okay third question which parenting methods from our parents do you think you'll keep when you have your own kids in Nothing. the future? 
Okay, which ones do you want to change in your own parenting? Um, I would change how they communicate with their kids because not every child um, is the same. So how you talk to one child or how you discipline one child could be different from the next child. And then I also feel like I would want to kind of be my child's friend, but also be their disciplinary. Like, I don't want my child to be afraid to come and tell me things or like if they're going through stuff like that. And then I just don't like the dysfunction of how like, oh, I'm about to go somewhere. Do you tell your dad? Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's supposed to be a family unit. And another thing I'll change is like, like I said, a family unit. I want to have like, you know, dinners with my kids and, you know, sit down, talk to them, have family game nights, go out together, go on vacations and stuff. You shouldn't, it shouldn't feel like, oh, my parents are home and go upstairs, like go hide from my, my parents, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like just actually being a family, but like being a family, but like besides like, you know, just sharing the same blood, basically understandable so question three which parenting methods from our parents do you think you'll keep when you have your own kids in the future and which ones do you want to change in your own parenting um what i would keep is the self-sacrifice that they um tend to have because for my parents, they, you know, sacrificed, came to America so, you know, I can have a better education compared to being in Haiti. So just that self-sacrifice for your kids and make sure your kids have everything they need to your best capability to a certain extent as possible. What I would change is their communication because oftentimes they're not really talking they're talking to you versus with you. That makes sense. Like, yeah. they're just talking at you. You're not having a conversation. Like, they're you, just telling you something you gotta listen. Yeah, and it's like, or you ask them a question and they feel like you asking them something is like disrespecting them or like you like you're smarter than them. Like, I don't know. I'm just trying to you know have a conversation and talk to them. Um, and I just also feel what I would change is like like they're not as nurturing as I feel like they could have been um I think I think they believe they were to a certain extent but Mm -hmm. I feel like I needed more or I wanted more so yeah just um communicate better just have like you know better sense of nurturing you know actually talking and actually being there and you know doing stuff together as a child and a parent you know versus just oh i know blood makes you my child and blah 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 and like and not like oh you do stuff for me and that makes that makes me love you you know Mm -hmm. so yeah and do you feel like if you got that nurturing it would you would turn out differently or do you feel like you'd be the same but just feel probably happier um, I think, I feel like I'll kind of be the same. I think the only way I would turn out differently is I will be more affectionate. I'm not that affectionate as of now. Um, I think they say oftentimes you lack what you, well, I, I'm about to say this all wrong. 
I think that's it. What you didn't receive as a child is your um, what you your love language. I think that's how it's, what it is. Yeah, like what you like as a child is your love language. Um, so yeah, I'm not as affectionate because I don't feel like they. It sounds so therapy, but yeah, they didn't hug me a lot, you know. <laughs> but I needed a hug. If I wanted a hug, and you didn't want to give me a hug. Now when somebody tries to hug me, I'm just like, why for what? Don't do that, you know. But I feel like it's kind of different for me because I'll be always trying to give you a hug. Yeah, but when I was trying to give them a hug at younger, and they were just kind of like, I just came up from work, I'll sit down, blah, blah, blah. So just I'm like, tired. Yeah, so it's kind of just like, okay, people don't want to hug me. Okay, fine. <laughs> like, you know, like, so it's just kind of like not that affectionate. Okay. This is in addition to question three. How do you think our lives would be different if our family stayed in Haiti? Uh, I honestly do not know how it would be 100% different, but I know we wouldn't have the many opportunities that we have today. I would not. Probably, I wouldn't be at the University of Georgia. There's no University of Georgia in Haiti, of course. Um, oh, yeah, I think it would be very different because, like, it's very traditional back there. And then since, you know, being in school, you know, just kind of, like, being exposed to different things and everything like that, I kind of see like, you know, things don't have to be so traditional. The women has to cook everything. The men has to do everything like that, which back in Haiti, that's how it is. So if we was in Haiti, I will probably be cooking in the house, already married, maybe with kids or maybe. But yeah. Yep. Question five. What do you see are some of the advantages of growing up in the U.S. and what are some of the downfalls? Um, some advantages of growing up in the U.S. is, um, I'll say language, because, you know, some immigrants, when they do come to the country, some of them, English is not their first language. So it's kind of hard for them to, like, you know, understand stuff and get through school. So actually growing up in the U.S. and, you know, learning English, you know, getting in contact with your peers, you know, just kind of like, you know, kind of making those connections and networks early on. It's kind of pretty good. Um, another advantage of growing up in the U.S. You said growing up in the U.S., correct? Mm-hmm. Um, growing up in the U.S., um, I don't know if that's the same thing. It's, that's not being growing. Okay, well, I grew up in the U.S., even though I was born in Haiti. So another advantage I would say is kind of just, yeah, just being in the country longer, knowing a lot more things. Um, yeah, And I'll say, yeah, like when you know more things and you're like exposed to more things, like for me, I've been here my whole life practically. I know like school, like I know stuff about college, where to get information and everything like that, learn how to use the computer and whatever, whatnot. Not saying like, you know, the countries probably don't have like, you know, computers or they don't have college, but like I have a deeper understanding of the Americas, you know, 
mm-hmm. form of education, everything like that, since I've been here and grew up here. So, yeah. And, and what are some of the downfalls? Um, uh, for me personally, I think a downfall is probably just the not knowing much history of of my home country. Like, I know a little bit, but for the longest, I didn't know much about Haiti. And, like, you know, your peers who are, like, you know, like yourself are very ignorant to um, information about your country of origin. They kind of make you feel like your country has nothing to show for it. But Haiti was the first Black Republic. So finding that out by myself, I was just like, oh, wow, like we really, you know, fought against slavery. But now today, looking at the condition of the country is kind of just like, you know. Yeah, it's but, a, yeah, like we're glad not to meet her. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, if I would have like known, have knowledge about it, I early on, I wouldn't feel ashamed of being Haitian or that, or like, you know, that being my culture and stuff like that. And not like being in Haiti, like, you know, experiencing certain things, not everything, but certain things that like, you know, other kids have like, you know, the carnivals or like, you know, seeing other family members and stuff like that. So, oh, and actually having real Haitian food, not saying like the Haitian food I eat here is not real. But, but like, authentic. Like, but what you like, yeah, like you get the you go straight to the source with where all the stuff is grown there and whatever not so yeah okay i agree i feel like it would be nice to see what it's really like that's it for this segment on our next episode we'll have a debate about whether caribbean parents are better than american parents